Welcome to You Need a Coach, Bitch. I'm your host, Chris Hale. I'm a certified life coach and coach instructor. I'm also a master dance educator and self-proclaimed Zenial Pop Diva. Every week, I bring you a conversation to help you harness your inner authority by popping the patriarchy and crafting the life of your dreams. Are you ready to unleash your inner creator? Let's go. What's up, besties? Happy Thursday. I hope you're all doing so well. I have what I think is a very exciting announcement. So for the first time ever, I'm going to be offering single coaching sessions to interested parties. And this all came about because I was thinking about how I would like to continue to serve my one-on-one clients once they've like completed a cycle with me or like once we both feel complete with like where they are in their journey. Um, So I offer right now a six-month package and most people will renew after six months. So I end up working together for about a year. Um, And then at that point, most of them have learned the skills necessary to coach themselves or they're ready for maybe a group program or a mastermind. And I'm not in a place where I'm offering either of those yet. So if that happens, I would just refer them to one of my amazing friends who could fulfill that need. But like, then there are also some people who kind of want to go it alone and maybe just need like a little check-in or a reset every now and then. So I was thinking, okay, I could offer single sessions. And originally I was just going to offer it to people that had worked with me and had completed like a minimum of six months. And then I realized that there are people out there that might also benefit from this offer. So I've decided that not only will I open this up to past clients of mine who have done my six-month program, but I'm going to open it to anyone I've coached in the past and anyone who maybe has coached one-on-one with someone else or is in a group program or a, a mastermind and who really understands what coaching is all about, right? Like you have to be familiar with coaching. So this is not a good fit for someone that has never been coached before, Um, And this is because the sessions are going to be 30 minutes, and they're also going to be limited, right? I'm only devoting a limited amount of time for my schedule to this offer. So um, that means you probably won't be able to like consistently get coached by me. So it's not really the space to develop a relationship with coaching if you've never really experienced it before. So if that's you, I still recommend booking a consult to explore working together, Um, for my six-month program, or going to like a membership, like the Life Coach School offers self-coaching scholars, where I used to be a coach. That's a place where they're going to foster you right at the beginning of your journey with coaching and be able to kind of like um, support you in a way that just like a one-off single 30-minute session with me is not going to be able to do if you've never been coached before. Okay, so how do you get access to this? You're going to need to join my mailing list. And don't worry, I will not spam you. I've literally never sent an email to anyone on my list ever, (laughs) which actually my coach was like, yeah, you have a list that you don't actually nurture. Like people actually want to hear from you and you don't talk to them. This is a problem, I know. But I'm going to be looking into hiring some people in the new year to help me do some things. Anyway, well, you're going to want to go to my website um, and fill out the form there. Or you can go to my Instagram and click on the link tree in my bio. And ver- the very first tab on my link tree says join the list. And I'm going to be sending out an email Friday, December 2nd to my list 
to begin booking for this month. And like, what better time than now, right? It's the fucking holidays. It's end of quarter four. The new year is approaching. Like, I know y'all need some coaching. So that's it. Like, that's going to be coming toward you. I'm super excited. I hope you are too. And I hope to be able to serve more people with this offer. On to today's topic. We are talking all about procrastination today. I was inspired by a meme that I've seen several times, but just recently shared on my Instagram story, and it reads as follows. I have completed a minor household task, which I have been putting off for 18 months. It took me 15 minutes. Will I learn from this? No, I will not. (laughs) So I shared this, and in my story, I added that I can help you with this. So if you have this problem, it's the perfect thing to book a consult and see if you want to, like, tackle procrastination. Um, But then I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and help people now. And if you want more help with it, then you can work with me. Like, we're just, you're getting all the help. So we all procrastinate, right? Especially us creatives. Because we're always like waiting for the right time. We want to feel inspired or we tell ourselves like we do our best work under pressure. And all of this is like a very binary or like all or nothing kind of way of thinking about it, right? It's like, oh, this is just the way I am. But it's definitely not just you that does this. And it's not just the way you are. And you don't have to keep doing it if you don't want to. If it's working for you, no problem. I'm going to talk about that later. But it might be something that you want to bring some awareness around to see if you can shift it. And so why do we procrastinate? It's pretty simple. We do it to avoid feeling bad. But what's actually funny about that is when we procrastinate, we often end up feeling worse because then we make it mean something really shitty about us that just isn't true, right? We make it a moral failing or like a deep character flaw. We've tangled so much of our self-worth up in our ability to be productive and get shit done that like we think it's more noble to be the person that just like does it, right? Like hashtag Nike swoosh, just do it. So the first thing I want you to know, and I really want you to take this to heart, is that whether you do a task today or do it 10 minutes before it's like quote unquote due, your honor, your worth, your value is not in question. It has nothing to do with anything in this situation. So usually when we procrastinate, it's to avoid some feeling we don't want to feel like fear, anxiety, or overwhelm. So instead we indulge in like confusion or we seek out a dopamine hit from somewhere else. So an example is like, you want to do an Instagram post. And you just can't seem to like get yourself to sit down and do it. Well, there's a feeling there that you don't want to feel, which means there are some thoughts there that you are maybe not aware of, or you just think they're facts. So for instance, maybe you hate creating content, but why do you hate creating content? Asking yourself that question is going to give you the answer, like it's going to give you the thought, and maybe a thought is, it's hard, or I have nothing worthwhile to say, um, or it's going to take a long time. This is where you get to question the reality of these thoughts. This happened recently in a coaching session with someone. A client was overwhelmed by all the to-dos, and normally they would just end up not doing anything, which honestly is always what happens when you tell yourself you have a lot to do. But we looked at the things that they actually wanted to get done, and I asked how much time 
they would take. So we just looked at the first task and it was 15 minutes. So that little moment of reflection was enough to kind of shift out of the overwhelm of I have so much to do and really start making a plan for getting done like the three things that they really wanted to get done that day. And if they had extra time, what fourth thing might they want to add? Just that, super simple. So we just like totally annihilated this whole idea that it was going to take a long time. But maybe you actually like creating content. So what ends up happening is you just keep telling yourself that it should be easy, right? You're like, I should be able to just sit down and do this. But I'm going to guess that the reason you aren't doing it has more to do with how your brain is thinking the post is going to be received online. So despite recent events, there aren't really a lot of imminent threats to our survival. So our bored monkey mind has taken to making mountains out of other people's opinions, right? Other people's opinions feel very threatening to us. So there's probably a thought in there about what others will think of it. And since we're always kind of filtering through our own experience, if we feel scared, then you're going to be hyper-focused on all of the possibly shitty things that others might think about your post, thus delaying your creation of it even further. Also, you probably aren't consciously aware that all of this is happening. Um, You have this thought or stream of thoughts, your nervous system gets activated, and then you want to avoid that feeling because it feels scary or bad. Right, And if you haven't spent any time bringing awareness to what is going on behind the scenes for you, then you're going to just call yourself lazy and delay even further. You might also find yourself doing something like scrolling Instagram, and you wonder how you got there. Well, you were seeking out that dopamine hit. That feels way better, but it also rewards the action of procrastination, thus reinforcing it. I mean... If you think of it, we're kind of like hardwired for procrastination, which is why it's silly to hang your worth on it. The goal should not be to overcome our humanness, but to learn how to work with it. It is much easier than continuing to do what you are already doing. So there are a few ways we can go about managing procrastination, and it's really going to depend on your situation. So the first one is the easiest, and I think a good step for anyone. So take a thing that you habitually procrastinate on. For me, honestly, it's my podcast. It's a thing I love doing, but I often don't do it till Wednesdays, and it comes out on Thursdays, even though I tell myself I should get it done earlier in the week. Now, I want to see, can you spot the problem there? It's in my thinking, The flawed thinking is that it would be better if I did it earlier, but that is not necessarily true. But when I believe that thought, then I start telling myself on Sunday that I should start working on it. I create stress because when I have free time, all I'm doing is thinking about it, but not taking action on it. So the solution here is to just stop believing that it's possible that I'm going to get it done any earlier than Wednesday. It will be on my calendar to brainstorm and outline in the morning and record and process the rest of it in the afternoon. That's just when I'm going to do it. If you have something in your life like that where you know it isn't getting done until the day, night, or hour before, stop fucking worrying about it. And if something goes wrong because you waited, don't beat yourself up and tell yourself you should have done it earlier. Just decide how you're going to handle it and get on with it. You waste more time doing the I told you so dance 
with yourself than if you would just get to work on finding a solution. Now, would your work be better if you did it earlier? (laughs) Honestly, we have no idea. You'll have to try doing it earlier to find out. (laughs) If it's something that you're really skilled at, then chances are it will be the same, if maybe marginally better, if you did it earlier. But what is really the problem here is that when you harp on yourself for not doing it sooner, you make the experience miserable once you finally get around to doing it. What you're really saying here is that it will be more enjoyable if you do it earlier, right? It'll be less stressful, but you can just decide you aren't going to stress about it. Try that out first and see what happens. I've literally had clients do this and end up actually doing it earlier because they haven't been so caught up in the anxiety that they were creating. And then others like me just do it, quote unquote, last minute and enjoy every second of it. Even the roadblocks, right? We just, the roadblocks just become part of the process. The next strategy is going to be planning for the mind drama. <laughs> like, girl, you know you're going to have some mind drama. <laughs> so um, you put the thing on your calendar and you're committed to getting it done at that time. Well, just be prepared for all the ways your brain is going to be an asshole in that moment. Like, what shitty thoughts are you going to start thinking? Do a download of all the possible things that might come up at the time and create a strategy for dealing with them. So what has come up in the past, go to a moment when you had something on your calendar and you sat down and try to remember what came up for you, what caused you, what thought caused you to not do the thing. So if we go back to the IG post example, right, maybe it's that that thought, right? I have nothing useful to say. Now, think about how you're going to interact with that thought when it comes up, when it's time to make the IG post. The best way to deal with our minds is always to ask it questions. Remember our remember that episode on asking better questions? If you haven't listened to that episode, go do it. Not now. Don't stop listening to this one, but maybe afterwards. <laughs> so when my brain offers me something like, I won't have anything useful to say, um, useful to who? Who does it need to be useful for? Or what does it even mean for something to be useful? What if everything could be useful to someone? Right? These are some great questions. Because it's like, yeah, Anything I say could have value for one person. That's enough. So who might the one person be that you would want to communicate a message to right now, right? Or right in that moment. And so this is where knowing your audience or having like a specific client profile is helpful. But in the absence of that, just pick a person in your life and make the post for them. Guess what? None of our problems are that special. So odds are at least 100 other people feel the exact same way as your loved one. So here we're really using our prefrontal cortex to plan for procrastination instead of just hoping that we will magically feel inspired. Because if you've procrastinated before, why on earth would you think you wouldn't do it now? That's just like some magical thinking. Since we know that we're going to be likely to want to avoid a negative emotion, and we can identify what thoughts will be creating those negative emotions ahead of time, We're going to be better equipped to notice what is going on, if not before we find ourselves on Instagram, but maybe like shortly thereafter, like you're already mid-scroll and you're like, oh shit, I'm doing it, right? 
So the key here is to really treat it as an experiment, right? We're just getting data. Brainstorm possible thought obstacles, prepare to process negative emotions, attempt to execute the thing, see how you do managing your mind and actually creating the result rather than putting it off, make any adjustments, and then repeat. So that's really going to be useful for something that you kind of like habitually or routinely are putting off. The other thing is if you're routinely putting something off, right, if it's like something that keeps ending up on your calendar, but you never quite do it, you might actually want to think about whether or not you really want to do that thing. But that might be a different episode. So the last strategy is that we're actually going to capitalize on our desire for dopamine. Really, everything we do is to seek out pleasure and avoid pain. So if I can access that reward center, then I can use it to my advantage. So say you're getting ready to work out and you just don't feel like it that day. This is where you can jump to the future and imagine how good you're going to feel once it's over. So whether that's like relieved for having got it out of the way or like high off the endorphins, like either one of those is better than the dread you're currently feeling. And maybe it's not dread, maybe it's like just indifference or something. So we're going to tap in to that feeling of, of it being done and then imprint it onto the beginning. So this is where we're going to use that conscious part of the brain again, right? What will you be thinking once it's over and you feel relieved? Maybe it's something like, I'm so glad this is over, right? Now, let that feeling wash over you, right? That like release of tension in your body from like, oh, I'm so glad it's over, right? You feel that release of tension. You really like embody that feeling. And you then imagine yourself at the beginning of the workout with that feeling and boom, you've just used the reward of the end as the catalyst to begin. So if you know that you have a brain that functions best with reward, you can build this into anything that you've procrastinated on because you've been avoiding the discomfort of starting. Give yourself a time limit and a reward for reaching that time limit. So like work for 15 minutes and then five minutes on IG or a piece of chocolate or a walk around the house, whatever, doesn't matter. This gets you started. And oftentimes, once we get started, we've built up some momentum, and then we can kind of act on inertia. And I know that there are some people out there, you're going to be like, but I want to just be able to like, say I'm going to do things and then do them. But I want to tell you this is never happening. You are always incentivized to get anything done. Very little of what we do has to be done. The things that you get done that aren't your favorite tasks, you're only doing them because you want to avoid the negative consequence of not having done them. It's either someone else's wrath or it's your own. So see how you're avoiding negative emotion in that instance? You're just trying to like avoid whatever negative consequences might happen because you're going to feel bad, right? So why not do the opposite and create positive emotion? So I'm going to create that feeling. I'm going to get that dopamine hit from like like feeling into the completion before I've even gotten there. And this makes me way less reliant on outside validation, right? So, you know, if we go back to the Instagram post, like maybe you've been kind of addicted to the 
feedback, right? The validation of other people, likes, comments, shares, whatever, that can be fine, right? That's a dopamine hit. But what if it's not coming? What if you're in the very beginning of your business or or you've just started talking about something new and people haven't really caught on, or the algorithm changes and people aren't seeing your work anymore and you're not getting that outside validation. So we want to just kind of like be able to create that reward for ourselves, right? Get the hit from ourselves rather than seeking it from some outside source, right? So we're going to, again, rely on that system, know how it works, not try to eradicate our humanness, but lean into it and use it to our advantage. Okay, so there's so much more that I could say on procrastination. There's even more information about how the brain works, and there's even more um, information about how emotions are constructed. There's so much more um, that, like, this podcast could be, like, four hours, but that's not what we do here. So... (laughs) Go, try it. Go out into the world and try some of these tools this week and like see what comes up and let me know. Hit me up, email me, DM me, whatever. Um, And if you don't want to do it alone, I'm here for you. Book a consult or get on my mailing list so that when single sessions are open, you can snag one. So go to my website, theonlychrishale.com or go to IG, theonlychrishale and let's do it. We got this. Let's go. All right, friends, have a great week. If you are loving the podcast, it's time to put a ring on it. It would mean the world to me if you would do one or all of these things. First off, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts or all the places podcasts are available if you want to be extra. While you're there, giving a five-star rating and leaving a review would be epic. And lastly, Spreading the love by sharing your favorite episode would be beyond. Thanks, love. We'll talk soon.